Hi, everybody. Welcome to For Such a Time as This. I'm Cynthia Connor Goyang, author of Just One Touch and my new novel, Three Nights in Manford. I call it a healing thriller. Check it out on Amazon. Speaking of healing, in Ecclesiastes 3.1, God says to everything, there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Right now, church, it is a time to heal. Like many of you, I have suffered through COVID-19. Back in October, I began to get a a low-grade fever, a persistent cough, body aches, you name it. I was sick as a dog. And there were a couple of times during those days that I honestly did not think I was going to make it. It seemed that my whole body was sick inside and out. And I could literally at times just feel my life just seeping out of my body. But I praised God during that time. I forced myself out of bed. I forced myself to raise my hands above my head. I took the medicines that were needed. Vitamin C, vitamin D, cough medicines. My doctor prescribed to me a Z-pack, which made me feel better. I took long, hot baths, breathed in the steam of the hot water. All of this, even though I did not even feel like getting out of bed. Yes, my husband and I were both sick with it. And even now, there are still some things that are occurring that are still a little difficult because of the COVID. But thank God we've received the vaccine. And we feel so much better. My continued prayers to everyone who have lost loved ones and who are sick from the COVID themselves. I pray, I pray that you may receive your healing and that you may recover from the sorrow that has come from the loss of a loved one. Yes, God brought me through it. By God's healing, I am a survivor. And so are you. Like many of you, I've sat and watched in horror, consternation and sheer exhaustion, the political chaos and upheaval that our country has suffered. God has brought me through it. Through God's peace, I am a survivor. And so are you. Like many of you, I have suffered the humiliation of poverty, the pangs of hunger. As a child, We suffered poverty and hunger. No clean clothes to wear. I can remember us when my mother would get paid. We put all of our clothes, our dirty, filthy clothes, in garbage bags and take them down to the laundromat to wash. Until then, we'd wear the same clothes over and over. I remember winters in Denver going through winters without electricity in our home. And it it was so very, very cold. And it reminded me now, living in Texas, we went through a few days without heat and electricity and water. And it brought tears to my eyes because I was sensitive. I myself suffered it those days. I suffered during those days. But I, I was sensitive to every Texan who suffered because I knew what they were suffering, having gone through the same 
experience as a child in Denver. We had run out of water. We had run out of food. And it was frightening. It was frightening. And I'm very thankful, very thankful that we have come through it. God brought me through it by faith as a child and now even as an adult here in Texas. He brought me through it by grace. I am a survivor, and so are you. Like many of you, I have endured the rottenness, the wounds of racism, subtle and overt. Yes, I've had situations as a black woman where I've walked into a store to mail something, and there were white people in front of me and white people in back of me. And the the lady was very kind to those in front. And when it came my turn in line, she literally left her post and she came out a side door and began to speak to the people behind me very kindly, completely ignoring me. And I sat there and hurt and to some extent shame and embarrassment and humiliation. And then she went back in and she practically snatched my packages from me. And with as few words as possible, she did my transaction. And I left feeling humiliated and less than. And I've had situations where someone called me the N-word forcefully and with all the malice they could, although I'd done absolutely nothing to them. So it is. It is very difficult to deal with that as an African-American. God brought me through this by his love. I am a survivor, people, and so are you. Healing, my healing, your healing, America's healing will come not through a political party, divisive rhetoric, a social movement, a violent or silent revolution, but rather by God's mercy. Our healing will come through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And by His Spirit, we have survived and are alive. We are alive, have survived for God's perfect purpose. It is time to heal. Come now to His still, quiet waters. Quiet your soul. The Lord says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes, the Lord is here to heal. The Lord is here to heal you. He is here to heal our land. God says in Second Chronicles seven fourteen that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal and heal their land. Oh God, we are honored and privileged, dear God, to be called by your name. We humble ourselves. Indeed, we have been humbled. We therefore humbly pray. We reach up and extend our hearts and our hands to you. We look upward to locate your holy face, and we turn from our wicked way, now recognizant 
that we are not saved by political affiliation, divisive rhetoric, social movement, violent or silent revolution. Like Abraham and Sarah, we send away the son of the slave woman, otherwise known as our fleshly attempts at bringing about your promise, your purpose, and your healing through the efforts of sinful flesh. We come back to you. We return in remembrance of you, O God. Remembrance that we are saved by God and God alone. We return and partake of your body and your blood. We return to fellowship, to sup with you. We thank you that you have opened your ears to our desperate prayers and in your great graciousness have heard our cries and have answered us in our distress. You have heard our hearts from heaven. Forgive our sins and heal our land, O Lord. Inundate us with your healing presence. Bless us with your peace. Empower us with your perfect purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. In Isaiah 57, 18, God says, I have seen their ways, but I will heal them. I will guide them and will restore comfort to those who mourn. Everyone's heard that saying that hurt people hurt people. But let's now say that healed people help people with the healing that we've received, body of Christ, by faith in God's healing hand, let's reach out. 2 Corinthians 1.4 says that the Lord comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. We are a veritable conduit of the Lord's love, power, and healing to those whose plight we sensitively understand. Let's therefore walk in, enjoy, and minister Christ's healing. Body of Christ, church, mighty people of valor, for God's great purpose, I've survived, and so have you. I am alive, and so are you. We've been born and blessed of God to go forward in His healing, in perfect purpose. Thanks for joining me for another For Such a Time as This. Mm